Welcome to Real Moms Get Real. I'm Deirdre. And I'm Maureen. And we appreciate you hanging out with us today. This is our third podcast, and we hope to bring you entertaining content information you need to know about families, and we're for everybody. We are, what, no matter what kind of mom you are, we're here for you, and uh, so come on and join us this segment. Yeah, and we're, uh, we're on Facebook and Twitter. You can find us on Facebook at Real Moms Get Real, and on Twitter at Real Moms 2 with the number two. So look for us there, share your thoughts, ideas. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah, please check us out there. And um, so to get us rolling today, Maureen, I have a little story for you. Okay. Uh, You know, I took a road trip recently from Boston, where I'm located, uh, down to Maryland. You are intrepid. You drive all this way by yourself. And I love it. For me, it would be a lot by myself. I'm like a long haul trucker. I just get my (laughs) coffee and get my GPS and I'm good to go. Well, I always bring my little rat terrier, 12-year-old rat terrier named Neely, with me. He is so cute. And Maureen's met him. He is just a love bug. And he's getting a little older, which is hard, but he loves a road trip. And I set up his little bed and his blanket and everything. So we were leaving town, and I said, oh, I think I'll be nice and get some, you know, Dunkin' Donuts munchkins. And uh, give Neely a couple. He's such a, a good buddy on these trips. Here we go with here, the treats. Yeah, here we <laughs> go with the overthinking and overspoiling. So I gave him a couple of munchkins, and then we set off on the highway. We had to take a couple of, you know, on ramps, a couple swirly moves uh, with the car. And uh, I guess, I, I mean, I know this happened, Neely very quietly and discreetly leaned over from his passenger seat and got sick in my open purse, Oh, which was below him. Oh, my goodness. And you didn't know this was happening? No, I didn't know. I was jamming out (gasps) to my, you know, Sirius XM, The Bridge, you know, probably listening to Seals and Crofts and singing along, had no idea. So I stopped. Okay, I don't know who to say poor baby to more, Thank him you. or you. <laughs> Thank you, oh girlfriend. And so I say, oh, I'm going to stop at McDonald's. I was going to, you know, get, this was like hours later. I was going to get a salad, not really, a burger. <laughs> and uh, I go to the counter. I walk in. I go to the counter, and I reach my hand in my bag to Uh-oh. get my wallet and I, it was just so gross. And I pulled my hand out, and the young teenager, the teenage guy behind the counter, just goes, Oh, man, that's gross. And I had to agree with him. And you know what? I love Neely so much. My first thought was, Poor Neely. <laughs> Poor Neely. He got okay, sick. Okay, this is one of those stories that you cannot unhear. Sorry. And I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's true. Okay. My, my first concern, and of course, the mom and me comes right out, even if it's for, a, for a pet. pet you, didn't, mom. you obviously didn't give the dog any chocolate. There were no chocolate munchkins, right? There were no chocolate. I, w- I would know enough not to get him cho- give him chocolate, but might I have given him like that, that you know, jelly fill? That probably, you know, goes down a little hard. But yeah. the poor guy, I had to run out and check on him. And of course, he was fine. Was and, he okay like right after that? Yeah. You know what I think it was? It was the, the turning the car more in a circle for on-ramps. Yeah. Where, because on the straightaways, we're golden. 
We are. He's fine. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's He is a road warrior. Now, what about, oh, my gosh, the contents of that bag? <laughs> I, I'm scared to hear what like happened stra- to your wallet and who knows what else. Well, I really couldn't do anything. I mean, I went to the bathroom and tried to clean it up. I extracted my credit card and cleaned that off first, as any smart woman does. And then I um, said, I'll deal with it at home. And I put it in the way back. I got my license. I put the the bag in the way back. And I uh, had a lot of cleaning to do. And, of course, I told my parents the story, and they were immediately, oh, poor Neely. Yeah. Nothing about my poor purse. Yeah. So that's what happened. I can think of, you know, and and all moms and dads are in this position, too, if you've raised children as we have. Um, Things happen, right? You can have your your wipes and your tissues and your bags and everything partitioned and sectioned. And I can't begin to tell you when I had two young boys who are close in age together, you have, you have three um, going out to the store with two babies in the car. You know, it actually took more than a few minutes to get ready for those trips because disaster you had to pack something for them to drink in case they're thirsty, something for them to eat. If you get stuck, Um, you know, something to clean up with, all those things that go into thinking ahead as moms. What are the kids going to need? What am I going to need? Absolutely. It's incredible. And now it seems like moms just pack an iPad and call it a day. Have you been to the store lately? I mean, well, an I like iPad so many can only kids do on so iPads. Much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry, young moms. I mean, but uh, try to limit that iPad. You know, I will say this as an aside. I always uh, find it so kind of sad. I'll be in line at the store and I'll see a child trying to connect with her mother. Maybe the the child is in the little seat in the grocery cart. Yeah. And the child is kind of looking at the mother and trying to connect or pointing at things. And the mom is engrossed in the phone. On the phone. And I will say those moments are your gold. You know, your your gold isn't just during story time at night, you know, bedtime story mm-hmm. or planned moments of togetherness. It's the unplanned moments yeah. of togetherness yeah. that we have to be present for our children. Right. The the iPhone is a tremendous uh, tool and asset. It keeps us in touch with people we need to be in touch with. It gives us information. We all we all know we use them constantly. But yes, we've got to be um, more consci- conscious of being available emotionally for our kids, being there with them. I get upset when I see small children in a restaurant or wherever, and they're on a phone yeah. or, or pad or whatever, and um, well, not, not really engaging with the people around them. And you're teaching them to be available. When you take away that toy, you're teaching them to be available to others instead of being babysat or amused by what's going on. And, you know, there are studies galore and people are just starting. I feel like the tide's starting to turn and people are realizing, you know, all this screen time uh, is so, so detrimental to growth. We have to teach our children how to behave in the world. Right. Part of that is being aware of your surroundings, engaging, communicating with other people, whether it's your family members or friends or new people you've just met. There are skills being taught, whether people realize it or not. I Um, so agree. And it's so funny that today our mantra is be in the moment. And Mm -hmm. by and large, we're not. 
we're in another moment, whether it's in the future or we're reviewing a moment on Facebook, looking through photos or looking at others. But yeah, so just, um, I don't know how I got from my dog story to the grocery (laughs) store and technology, but it's just something moms, uh, particularly young moms who are, you know, just starting their journey to remember that really these moments aren't planned. Right. They're little gifts. Some of the best moments aren't planned. Right. So we want to take you into a news story that was very much on our radar um, and has been on a lot of people's radars over the last couple of weeks. Deirdre, this is the story of the leggings problem um, at Notre Dame. And it's not obviously unique to Notre Dame, but what happened was, and many of you may have heard about it, a mom attended, who's Catholic, attended Mass while she was at Notre Dame. She has two children, two sons. And in the pew... uh, in front of her were two, actually several college girls, wearing leggings and tight leggings um, that showed every mm. every outline um, of of the women's shape. And the mom thought of her sons and yeah. look at what my sons are seeing in church, no less. You know, we're not talking about a fitness center or walking around on campus. This is at mass. At mass, yeah, right in front of you, right in front of them. And she decided to write a letter to the Notre Dame student newspaper, an op-ed piece, which was published. This caused an uproar. uproar. Yeah. Now, many of the students were so angry at what this mom said, which basically was, girls, think before you dress, especially at church, be more cognizant of uh, what you might be revealing and what the young men around you might be looking at. This caused an uproar. There were students on campus who said, we are going to dress the way we want to dress. And in protest, many of the college girls then wore leggings even more. Wow. Right? But many people agreed with this mom and said, she's right. There's something going on here. And I think as a mom where I fall, and I'd love to know what you think and, and what our listeners think about this issue, I'm not quite sure I would have gone as far as writing a letter to the student newspaper. Yeah, I might have my own strong feelings about it that I might talk to my kids about. I'm not sure I would take it publicly that way. I mean, you could argue, well, that's not appropriate dress for church. There's a lot of a lot of things that people wear in church you might have an issue with and you might want to do something about in your own way. I'm not sure I would have gone the route that she did. What's your take on that? Well, I mean, number one, thank goodness I didn't have girls because they would never leave the house. I, they would be like Rapunzel locked in their room. I mean, some some of the things the girls wear, and I will tell you, one of my sons said to me, and he was really trying hard in this certain high school class. He was in ninth grade. And he said, oh, I love winter. And I said, why? And he goes, because the girls wear more clothes and I don't get so distracted. Oh, so your son admitted that. He That's admitted that it was hard because he's human and he was a boy with hormones raging. Mm-hmm. And so I do feel for the moms today, it must be incredibly hard. And I don't want to be judgmental, but a lot of the girls are just wearing very, very racy outfits. And in terms of church, You know, I think leggings with a longer sweater or a long shirt or something that covers up, you know, leggings can look really cute or they can look just really kind of not kind of trashy. And so it's what you pair them with. And, 
you know, I know high school school girls that used to wear leggings and say they were going to an ice hockey game and their boots and a long coat. You know, maybe they yeah. just went mid thigh and they looked adorable. I have no problem with that. And again, I mean, I haven't had girls and I know girls love to wear leggings, but I, I don't know. In terms of writing the, the letter to the paper, I don't. I don't think I would have gone that route, but I would have talked to my kids. Yeah. I always I said, mean, what'd you think? I thought that was a little yeah. inappropriate. I mean, in her, you know, in her piece, she wrote, quote, I was ashamed for the young women at mass. I thought of all the other men around and behind us who couldn't help but see their behinds. She was really over the edge about it. And okay. This is look. This is why a lot of schools now have dress codes, especially in the warmer weather, which we're coming up on. That's right. You know, certain certain things can't be worn in school, public school, obviously not not the private schools that that tend to have uniforms. It's just a very interesting topic that parents end up having to navigate in some way or another, whether it's jeans or sneakers or shoes or, or crop tops crop, or crop the exposed tops. bra. And, you know, yep. think of being the dad. You know, you're a dad. You love your little girl. And suddenly, you know, she's wearing stuff that, you know, makes you super uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times now, you know, parents are allowing themselves to kind of the kid makes the rules and the, maybe the teen girl says, you know, this is what everyone's wearing. You know, kids have always said that since yeah. the cave days, you know, yeah. kids were saying that. So that you have to be strong enough to just say, I'm not comfortable. Your father's not comfortable with that. And maybe let dad have the discussion with the daughter. I don't really know. But if, again, it's that gut thing with parents, if it makes you feel uncomfortable, something's not right about it for you. We've got to speak up. Yeah. And there's a way to do it where you're not coming across as overly critical or yeah, overly cautious. because your daughter wants I mean, to do that because her friends are doing it. It's a it. conversation, right? Yeah. It comes back to a conversation. And we say that, you know, we're parents first, not pals. Our children are going to have plenty of friends as young people throughout their lives. They're only going to have one mom and dad. So we need to share with them things that they they may not hear from other people. It's an important perspective. It's an important, and you are not their pal, as Maureen says, and I love that, Maureen. And, you know, claim your authority. Within the within the home, because you know what, at when they move out and go to college, they're going to determine everything. But uh, claim your authority while you're raising them. We just can't uh, stress that enough. And I always want to have a conversation with my children. I want to hear their thoughts. I want to hear their input. But on some things, you have to draw the line. So. And and you know, I have to say, from raising three boys, they look to you mm-hmm. to draw the line. They are never going to say that. But they look to you to draw the line. So important. So important. Well, great topic. And yeah. uh, girls, wear something longer if you're wearing your leggings. <laughs> and looser. <laughs> and looser. Longer and looser, please. <laughs> uh, check out the styles from the 70s. Those were awful cute. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going to go into our favorite things. This is quickly becoming one of our favorite segments. Um, and we're hearing from a lot of you out there about our picks, our favorite picks. We'd love to know what you think and share with, us, share with us some of your favorite things. Uh, but Deirdre, what's yours this time around? 
Well, Maureen, you know I love products from Facebook or infomercials. That's where I feel I really shine. So uh, I chose a product. I saw it on an infomercial. And I ended up, yeah, <laughs> yeah, at 3 a.m. And I ended up saying, that will change my life. And it's going to get me in shape like I've never been before. Okay, so they won. They, they won. won the battle. I lost and they won. And <laughs> what it is, it's a tiny... It looks like a little surfboard, and it's a very simple product. It's made of heavy plastic, and you put your feet on each end, and you simply twist. What? You do the twist, and it's called the Simply Fit Board. Is it, on, it, it lies on the it floor, on the floor and ground, you stand on it? Okay. Right, and you put a foot on each end, and it kind of bows upward at the end. So you're, you're twisting, and you're getting this great torso workout. So I purchased one. I was very excited, although... I want to see a video of this, please. (laughs) I will put a video on our Facebook page within the week. Please don't wear leggings that are too tight. I'm not going to wear leggings. I'm going to wear appropriate mom attire. All right, I feel better now. Loose sweats, headband, the whole nine yards. (laughs) So uh, it is, and here's my review. It does work if you... It really is a hard workout. After about four minutes, I was really beginning to feel it, and I I really think it can work. But the negative is it's boring. I mean, after you've twisted for two or three minutes, you're kind of like, okay. And also, I did it in front of the TV. Yeah. So I was slowing down. At three in the morning? (laughs) Or not? No, when I got it. When I got it, I was, you know, (laughs) trying to impress my family. So I was on it, you know, during prime time. And I'd be watching like Chicago Med or something, and I would be slowed to a crawl, barely twisting. And my husband would come through and he'd say, you're not even really moving. I was like, oh, but look, isn't that doctor? So what is he going to do about Twisting that in the wind. <laughs> yeah, that's what it left me, twisting in the wind. So it is good if you have the commitment to really twist for, you know, maybe 10 minutes a night. I think it works. Are you still twisting? This is the this is the key question. I'm not twisting, and now I have it. it How it's come so you're not funny. twisting? You know, it's almost it's it's almost flower planting. I'm like that could be a real. It has like a little circle in the middle. I'm like that could be a cute planter or something. <laughs> All right, now we're into the repurposing. I know. All right. I know. All right, we've I gone know. from twisting. That's it. In front of the TV. Now it's going to be in the yard. Birds are going to love it. Oh, no, no. The next the next thing we're going to see is that thing is going to show up in your hall closet. <laughs> You're right. You're right. So that is my review, and it's called the Simply Fit Board. If you have, have the commitment, it, it can work for you. All right. The twist with commitment. The twist we're with call commitment. That. Now, what what do you got? For All right. Us? So mine this time around is a store. It's not an actual product Ooh. or a thing. But I love this store, and I have a feeling a lot of other moms, parents, family members of all types may love it too. It's called Michaels, and it's an My- arts and crafts store. Oh, I love that store. Now, I had not been in a Michaels, and I have no time to shop, and I hate shopping anyway. I do too. But recently, I said. Easter's coming up. It's springtime. There's actually a couple of things I would like to make. Um, So I took myself to Michael's and I spent, I was lost for an hour. I was just going up and down the aisles. I'm constantly stunned at how many cool little knick-knacky things you can actually purchase. Oh my gosh. And it Um, makes me feel inadequate sometimes. Oh yeah. Because I'm like, I can't do that. Well, I found myself in the jewelry aisle, which is not where I wanted to be because I don't make jewelry. I know there are people who make amazing jewelry. Oh yeah. 
I'll but, buy their stuff. Yeah, exactly. We'll buy their stuff <laughs> we'll and call it a day. Stuff. But I was excited to for the paper products and the um, the, the stickers, not just the stickers, but the, the other cool things you can do with paper, three-dimensional. Um, I want to make some spring baskets That's cool. for the house, for the family. And I was just amazed at the array of choices. Now, people who are true arts and crafts people will be like, yeah, I did that, you know. <laughs> Years ago, what, what's the big deal? But, I'm you know, going to do a noodle art project yeah. later. <laughs> the, the fact that in this internet world where we're driven by online shopping, you can actually go into a store and have an immersive experience, I found um, rather rather fun. Tactile. And, yeah, you can it touch was tactile. It and, yeah, yeah, I love it. And so um, I would put Michael's on my favorite list of favorite things. Um, I was delighted it was still where I thought it was. I Again, I hadn't been there in years. Well, sometimes but. you show up to a shop you haven't been in, and now it's like a coffee. You know, how many coffee shops do we need? It's like a, like a new coffee place. Yeah, I actually thought I was getting lost because I was turning into where I remembered it being, and there was an organic vegetable store there oh, yeah. in its place, and I thought, oh no, I've lost Michael's, but <laughs> further down the block, there it was, beckoning. It popped up again. Yeah. Well, it's a great place to take the kids to if they want to pick out a little project. Um, well, that's cool. I like it. Uh, yeah. So try the Simply Fit board and then go to Michael's and you have used our products or at least thought about using them. So we want to thank everybody. We're going to wrap it up now. And uh, we want to wish everybody a great week. Thank you so much. Check us out on Facebook. Check us out. Real Moms Get Real. Or on Twitter, uh, Real Moms 2, the number two. And uh, we will see you next time. Sounds good. Take care. <laughs>